Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. keeping track of like episode numbers maybe we should start doing that but we're not going to start doing that today because uh time means less and less every day but that doesn't matter uh joining this is katie i should say i should introduce myself first uh and joining me today is a guest i'm really excited to have on the show uh it's someone that we've wanted to have on for a while and we were lucky enough to meet her um before before everything before all this started but yeah, yeah. with with uh Without without any more of a of a preamble, joining me today is uh, Yasmin Said from the Hijabi Ballers. Okay, thank you so much, Katie. First of all, for that intro, that was so sweet, and I'm so excited to be here. Um, literally, I've always wanted to go on a podcast and try things out, and what better ways to do it with you guys? Um, like you said, I met you, I guess, a month. No, yeah, a month ago, roughly a month ago, and probably it's yeah, been, yeah, and it's been like such a cool experience meeting you and the other members of the podcast i'm super excited to be here yeah no and like like i said we were just that was like first of all such a fun event so i, yeah. I guess I'll, for everybody listening who has no idea what we're talking yeah, about yeah. um we uh just as in times as well as members of the hijabi ballers were invited to a screening of life without basketball um which was and am- my first time seeing that film, but like yeah, me too, yours me too. too, yeah, 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 like an amazing film. Um, it was, yeah, it was great. Oh my god, just the atmosphere and like it was just amazing the whole day, the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also cool aside from that and like getting to meet Bill Quiz, like she mm-hmm. was so like so chill, so yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was so starstruck. Like when she yeah. walked in, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> we were all fanning out too. There was one yeah. point when I think um Sidra was like went over to like chat with her and then yeah. we were all kind of <laughs> angling like Mm, like yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. one was... of us or two of us will go and then we all went over at once like very yeah. not because cool. <laughs> she she came up to me and she was like oh my god I'm the biggest fan of bookies I'm gonna go up to her go up to her and she went up to her and then I saw all of you guys go and I was like oh my god that's so cute like I just we loved had... it that's good because we had no yeah. chill and I was like this yeah. probably looks just like yeah fanning out but mm-hmm. she was really comfortable with it mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she like really humored us and talked to us for a yeah. while <laughs> yeah um, but another nice thing about that event, I felt like, is it brought so many people within the basketball community together mm-hmm. who sure. I don't think like, you know, maybe we know of each other, but we never had a chance to meet yet. So, yeah. um, yes. And like, a, a like I knew, I knew of the hijabi ballers before, but it was mm-hmm. really like such a pleasure to meet you, uh, Thank and you. Like, some of your other friends and teammates. So mm-hmm. I thought just to start, like, just for people who don't really know, like if you could yeah. just kind of give a background of like what hijabi ballers is and like how you 
how came to be a yeah 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 okay for sure so um hijabi ballers is a non-profit organization it was started by uh, one of my good friends now her name is amin kadwa and um she kind of did it and stemmed it through her passion of sports and basketball and she actually grew up and i think was playing rugby throughout high school so she has like many of us integrated sports in her life and so it's just a non-profit organization that kind of just celebrates um young muslim female athletes around toronto playing sports so i met them i guess i want to say two around two years ago summer of 20 yeah summer of 2018 and so it's kind of crazy because it feels like way longer <laughs> with my um, involvement with them but yeah i met them around two years ago and it's crazy because like i feel like everything that i've done so far with them literally changed my life like literally and figuratively so it's just been a pleasure with being with them and honestly like all the opportunities that have opened what are some ways that uh, you think it's changed your life as you said so I think more so my outlook and perspective on life in the sense that like obviously um, and this is kind of just in like the basis of sports in general and basketball and you know sometimes people kind of like to concise like when you play sports you only have one outlook of thinking and it's just trying to win the game but I feel like it kind of taught me to value the presence of people more and you know especially with the people that you're bonding with by playing the same sport and sharing the same sport um kind of like you were saying before how like this life without basketball screening kind of brought a lot of people from different sectors together despite like being from different places we still shared and unified over like the same passion of basketball I think it was more so just the idea that I learned to be to kind of like it was kind of cool because I got to meet more people from different areas of Toronto and growing up here my whole life it's like you kind of think you know everything and you know everybody but until you meet new people that share like the same passions as you it it makes you feel more great to live in a city like this and to kind of just stick to your passion. So yeah, that's probably one thing I would say for sure. Yeah, no, totally. Like, I think, I think like, that's a really good point. And it's something I always think of, like, I grew up in Toronto too. Like I grew up in Scarborough. I like moved away Mm -hmm. for school and then came back. But like, I found like when I came back, I like got to see it in like a totally different way in like a completely new perspective. And then like getting really, really into um basketball writing and like kind of getting immersed in that community and then just like the basketball community at large you you always take for granted like as you said you know you're from here you're like oh I I like I know everything there is to know about Toronto like I've met my friends like I've got my community and then you just realize like no there isn't and it's Mm -hmm. this huge city that is always going to surprise you and like it always I love like when you kind of find these communities as we both have, I think through basketball that like kind of makes the city feel so much more accessible and like smaller and warmer. Mm -hmm. And like, you've just got this like really intimate and like pretty obsessive community in the basketball. Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure. I would, I agree hundred percent, but like in the best way possible. Right. So yeah. Yeah. We're all like mm -hmm. a little too much probably. (laughs) Yeah. No, honestly, like, and this was kind of like stemming back to like your question, like I had the opportunity to go with like some of the members of Hijabi Ballers to um, last season's game three, uh, uh, sorry, the Eastern Conference semifinal game. Okay. So Milwaukee against um, the Raptors. And I think it was it was game three. Yeah, the double OT game. 
man. And I just remember, like, <laughs> oh, my God. The ex- like, just the way the whole building felt, like, just every single moment. It was so cool because, like, I got to see new people, meet new people, not even just, like, the people I came with, but just people, you know, when I went to the washroom and, you know, just having, like, little small conversations with them. It was like, you don't really even need to know these people personally mm-hmm. to kind of share passions with them and you know still love the sport as much and I feel like that's why like the Toronto Raptors fan base especially in Toronto is like probably the craziest and like the craziest in the best way possible because you can just we get excited over like everything so (laughs) I think that's probably what it is for sure and like those that game in particular was so wild like so yeah charged but like any one like honestly like any Raptors game I feel like has the capacity to get to that level like where everybody just is like so into it especially if it's close but like the playoff games Mm -hmm. and it's kind of bittersweet talking about it knowing that like now's maybe when getting into the playoffs but Mm -hmm. like playoff games playoff Raptors games just like the energy is electric it's amazing yeah honestly like it's and, like, one of the biggest things that I, like, love about our fan base is that, like, we're so supportive with everything. Like, obviously, we want our team to win. But, like, you know how there's some teams, like, their fan base are, like, too extensive to the point, like, okay, let's say a team loses and then they go, like, crazy. <laughs> I feel like we kind of have, like, we re- like we have that kind of shared reminder of just being, like, grateful for how the team did and, you know, just being so supportive. And I feel like that's what gives, like, you know, the players that motivation to try extra harder and to be better, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you, you kind of nailed it. Like that's something I think that's just like built into this team and, and it's fan base is just Mm -hmm. the resilience. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's something that like having lost so many times and making it like just almost there, like so many times, I think like even last year, I remember what it felt like to just win the Eastern conference and everyone was kind of like, Oh, if this is as far as we get, like, that's okay. Yeah, you know? we were so grateful. Like, we were like, okay, perfect, the peak. Yeah, like, because it mm-hmm. felt like exercising kind of all those, like, demons mm-hmm. from, like, the past, like, the last playoffs, like, you know, yeah. of, like, making it almost there. But um, but then, like, you know, then they went ahead and, like, mm-hmm. made it all the way, which was, mm-hmm. like, out of control. Um. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we were like, oh, my God. After the first game, we were like, wait, we have a chance to do this. And, you know, we did it. I know. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about just like your involvement, then Hijabi Baller's involvement with the Raptors, because I know there yeah. was some, there was some involvement at the beginning of the season, if that's right. Uh, no, the the, be- the beginning it? of last season. And okay. The, yeah. So like and also with the off season. No, it's okay. Don't worry. Um, so I had the opportunity to. This was actually during the semifinals of last year. So the semifinals of the playoffs. Um, when it was actually, I remember so distinctively, it was before game seven versus, um, it, yeah, it was before, I think it was before game, game seven against the 76ers. And um, I had an interview with some of the members on CBC and they were just asking questions based upon like my involvement with Hijabi Ballers and kind of just questions a little bit extracted, like I mentioned about um, the Raptors and what it kind of means to me and how, you know, I kind of grew up playing, like looking up to a lot of these members and watching basketball from a young age, because that's kind of just like the household I was brought up in with like an older brother and a dad. So um, like my family, like everybody always sits and we watch games. My mom always makes food and we always just come together with that. But 
I had the opportunity to go on to CBC and kind of just share my experiences with everybody there. And it was really eye-opening too, because I got to hear the perspectives of other people who were like double, triple my age, right? So it was kind of cool to see how, you know, you don't have to be a specific age or a specific like person to kind of fall in love and have your own shared story with the Raptors. So it was kind of nice bringing into that. And then I guess I would say... Oh, and I also had the opportunity to be a part of, this was, I think, around last September. I had the opportunity to be a part of the um, NBA, the NBA first team branded hijab release that the Toronto Raptors had. So they basically just filmed a video of a couple girls playing basketball and they released it on their social medias. And I had the pleasure of being one of the girls on in the video. And I think with those, it was kind of like I had the like what makes me so connected to Raptors specifically and the hijabi ballers was I was able to intertwine my faith with my passion Mm -hmm. to the point where people were able to, you know, now since it's like broadcasted everywhere, people that may look like me or people who may not know, like look like me. It's just the, the idea of like inspiring people to still play no matter how you look like. Right. And so I think that's probably what was the biggest lesson that I kind of learned from just being a part of hijabi ballers and being a part of um, shooting with the Raptors, like it was like the best thing. One of my favorite things. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that release was so cool. Like it looked amazing. And like that, the little like spot that they did, I just rewatched it and I would recommend everyone rewatch it if you, if you can, because it's like, it's so slick. Uh, Were you nervous at all? A little bit, just cause like, like we had to retake a bunch of scenes and like we're filming this like in a public like a public basketball court right so just imagine seeing like a bunch of people have like cameras two inches to their faces and like you know and just being like what's going on so (laughs) I think I was kind of nervous just because like I didn't want to mess up in the sense that we had to redo a scene especially since like we were kind of going with the lighting at that point because it was like sunrise a sunset and so I think that was like one thing I was mainly nervous about but I think as we kept filming I got more comfortable and it was definitely more like more fun for me so yeah so cool um and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about too just like going way back just like Mm -hmm. how you started playing basketball oh yeah so I started playing growing up I would say I was pretty athletic I started playing um soccer and basketball since I was eight years old and swimming when I was six but I think I would say soccer and basketball were one of the most I guess um, intertwined sports that I had with who I am now because it's more easy to stay consistent with it mm-hmm. um, I started playing in like just my simple local recreation center because they used to have drop-ins and my brother since he's older than me he always is like a basketball fanatic so need like the younger sister I love to copy him and do whatever he was doing so <laughs> I was like oh you're going for basketball like I'm coming with you so <laughs> literally like it was crazy because like um just starting there and seeing how like it it was able to just bring bring me and my brother closer than I thought we were close right so and I got to meet so many new people and just it's crazy because like sometimes I see the same people that I was playing with at eight years old right and seeing those people just randomly just brings back so many memories and just is crazy because like you see how much you've grown as a person how much they've grown and to hear that they still are playing basketball and how much it's a part of their life and it's kind of cool because 
you realize that all these years later, like it's still consistent, just like it is for me. So, yeah, I think I and I started basically like you guess I guess could say like I went from playing recreationally, then I started to become in a league and start to play in, in tournaments um, around the city. So, yeah, I think you know you always start somewhere, and I think the fact that I started like playing with my brother at just like a simple you know recreation center that's probably like the best I think I could say about how I started playing basketball for sure. I know what you mean. I've got an older brother too. And like growing mm-hmm. up, the same thing. It's just like everything they're doing, you're like, all right. Like, yeah. I guess I, <laughs> I guess I'm really obsessed with this too. And it's yeah. like the most annoying thing to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, like, wait, what? Yeah. They're like, stop, like, please stop following me. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Does your brother still play or are you now like the, the number one baller in the house? <laughs> I mean, my brother still plays a little bit here and there. He's he's in university right now, so he's kind of busy. But sometimes when the weather is nice, I'm just like, let's go outside and play basketball together. And it's really nice because, like, it's I feel like because we started playing when we were younger, it's more like we play more loosely and more competitively against each other in that weird mm-hmm. sense because we're both like, okay, we both know what we're doing more. So <laughs> uh, for sure. And, yeah, I think – both of us play more but I think I would say I play more just because he's like a little bit more busy now with school but yeah, yeah we still find time are you are you a super competitive player like person like when you hit the f- like are you a competitive person I guess in general or and then do you find yourself even more competitive when you kind of hit the floor yeah I guess I would say so yeah um just because <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest yeah just um because I feel like like you know especially with sports when you really like put your effort into it I'm the type of person that like I really want to put all of my effort in and want like I would want to see it shown with every shot with every like pass everything every little thing I'm the type of person that I'm just you know I I get so like I get competitive because I want to see myself excel and I feel like with that that just makes me more proud of myself to become better and just to become the best person I can on the field and off the field. So, yeah. yeah. Or no. off the court. <laughs> and, well, yeah. What, yeah, you're you're like, a, no, you're like a pretty well-rounded athlete, it sounds like. So <laughs> I get what you um, But now with kind of like everything that's going on with mm-hmm. COVID and like the season being suspended. And I'm guessing your own, like um, your own, like any league yeah. that you're in being suspended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you, like, how are you kind of coping? Do you find you miss it? Do you miss the routine of it? Like, what what do you, what do you find? Like, what was the thing you missed the most? And, like, what surprised you about what, what do you miss from it? I would say, like, I just miss having to be able to touch the ball again and take that shot or, you know, kick that ball into the net. Um, it was kind of crazy because um, I was supposed to actually go on an international tournament for soccer Okay. last last month and it was canceled for the because of everything that's been going on and even for like basketball practices and you know at first you get like I was really really sad because I was really looking for you know 2020 like the new year I was really looking forward to like this whole aspect of like driving myself to become better as an athlete and um I think you know obviously in, initially you're really sad and you're just like heartbroken because you know you're kind of more confined to not doing it but I would say what surprised me the most was like how much more appreciative of the sport I've gotten as like time went on Mm -hmm. because you know you like as I'm pretty sure like not even you don't even have to be an athlete to relate to this but like you know sometimes like if you're going to school or if you're going to work 
you don't want to wake up from your bed and have to wake up early to go and you know go outside and do your thing for the rest of the day the rest of the day because sometimes I'd wake up and I'm just like too exhausted to go and run like 50 like 10 not 50 but like 10 laps at nine in the morning right right and so I think when you're stripped away from that because it used to be what I was like normalized to right when that not does not become like um, a normality for you I think you become much more appreciative and grateful for you know even having the opportunity to do it for the first time like for the in the first place so I think I just learned to become more grateful for everything that I've been able to do and hopefully once this subsides a little bit more in the future like I feel like it'll make me become much more I guess motivated to mm-hmm. never like give up in the sense that it's like oh you know I just have another day I can do this tomorrow next practice like do it then get it over with and just you know enjoy it so just enjoy every last bit of whatever you're doing and playing the sport so yeah yeah no like you touch on a really poignant point I think like I miss so much the routine of it like Mm -hmm. for me it was more of like going to games, covering games, writing about games. But like, then yeah. there's also something to be said about just like watching a game and like the ri- like the familiar rhythms of yeah. it. And I think like we, we love those things and they, they're, they're sort of intrinsic to the experience of watching it, but you do take it for granted when it's just like, you might, you maybe even in the regular season, you're like, uh, like I won't catch this game or I'm not going to yeah. watch this one or I'll just watch highlights, you know? And, mm-hmm. and now we're all sort of kicking ourselves and like, like exactly. I just miss like what you said when you first said like I miss like holding like touching the ball I just felt like I felt in my hands like what that feels exactly. like, like uh, <laughs> for sure for sure yeah no and like sometimes it is just like this this sort of reduces what's happening now kind of reduces everything to its most like sim- like yeah. the most simple and like pure form and I think just like the act of like exactly. I don't know just whether you're like a casual fan or whether you play or you're like a competitive or casual or not, it's just like mm-hmm. kind of the, 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 the act of just like shooting or just drills or just like dribbling, just like exactly. being able to play. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I did want to talk to you about, because one thing that really bumps me out, whether or not, like we don't know what's going on with the season. We know mm-hmm. it's suspended. We don't know, like we don't know how long it could be or perhaps if the season might be canceled outright. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things that I keep getting stuck on when I think about specifically the Raptors season is how good of a season it was based and like based on how low the expectation was initially. I don't think from Raptors fans, some I think maybe were like, well, Kawhi's gone. What's this going to look like? But mm-hmm. like, just kind of from the league at large. The and rest, then we, yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. we had all the injuries. Like, the team was never mm-hmm. healthy. But like, despite that, it was one of the most exciting seasons to watch just because exactly. like, guys just kept stepping up. Like, you mm-hmm. got to see these like really wacky, weird lineups, like Frankenstein yeah. kind of lineups like, exactly. come, yeah, come yeah, to yeah. life. And the team just really like wanted it. And like, there was this, Mm -hmm. you know, we had the win streak, like there was so much going on. So I get sad when I think like, what if, exactly, what was that season for? If, Mm -hmm. if this is now how the season will end, but I wanted to talk to you just about like some of your like favorite moments or like things that stand out from, for you from this last season. Honestly, I think like you said, like I was about to actually touch upon that, the lineups, like, 
we're so mm. used to specific people on the lineups that we're like, okay, like we got this, we got this. But obviously, there everybody's on that team for a reason. So, but when you see that interchangeable lineup like constantly, especially since there's like there were multiple injuries and here and there, it really made us feel more proud of our team because it kind of showed like 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 you said of how there was kind of that like you know fear I guess with our fan base not really fear but just like more so what's going to happen next and the idea of like doubt from the rest of the league kind of made me feel more proud to be a Toronto Raptors fan because it kind of just showed that like you don't need one person to bring the team like obviously he Kawhi was able to you know help our team to victory but basketball is a team sport and a team sport is always you know you always need people to bring the team to life and to you know and get that buzzer beater shot like he did in game seven you know who was the assist the person that passed it to him for him to take that shot you know there's always those little steps of those little everybody coming together as a team that makes the team successfully win and I think we saw that here like we were able to see how when this whole team comes together and shows and you know obviously I know they probably even proved themselves like they were surprising themselves while they were playing because they were sure. kind of like obviously at the back of their mind they were so used to playing with Kawhi for a season that kind of taking stripping that away was kind of difficult but I think because they were able to surprise themselves and us just made me feel more grateful that like they never gave up in the first place or never felt that kind of sense to just subside away from it and to you know not put all the effort that they had in so I think that's probably one of the biggest things yeah. yeah and I think too like a friend of mine reminded me like well what do you like what do you think about like Serge coming back and Gasol coming back and like yeah. what if what if Van Vliet signed somewhere else this season and I mm-hmm. I honestly hadn't my head's not there because we had this abrupt end to the season yeah exactly. but it, exactly. it's like it, it, it legitimately <laughs> makes me very upset when I think yeah when I think like was this the last time you know we, we got to see all these guys mm-hmm. together yeah because like especially like you're so used to seeing them all play together that every shot that they take whether it be like every shot every assist just becomes more exciting and you become so like invested into who they are as a player and who they are as a person that like especially since it's kind of bittersweet with the whole season um you know ending abruptly but more so the fact that we don't know exactly the idea of like they could get traded they could get you know they this might be their last last time playing together we wouldn't even know so yeah for sure do you do you have a favorite player or are you like me and you can't really like it change or you can't narrow it down or it like changes honestly all the time it literally <laughs> always changes I can't like I'll, I'll be concrete with one person, right? And then the next game, I'll be like, Van Vliet's my favorite player. Like, <laughs> the next day, will be someone else. Like, every single game, I, it changes because I see a player that just excels so much more than I thought they would do in that game that I'm like, okay, Powell's now. Like, the next day, it's back to Lowry. The next day, it's back to this. So, yeah. I wouldn't, like, you know what? Like, I feel like they all bring something to the table that just excites me so much that I literally can never decide. So, yeah. <laughs> And I think that's like a good, it's like a good, uh, we're like a spoiled fan base, right? It's like a yeah. good problem to have. Like we mm-hmm. don't, it's not like we have one star or like two stars and then the rest is like support. It's like this team is so likable. They're yeah. so good. Uh, mm-hmm. And they like 
genuinely like love each other you know mm-hmm. yeah for sure oh, like, I'm getting interviews that they have oh um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no when they have the interviews together and you see their like when they talk and you see their bond like it's just so like I just laugh because like you see how close they are as not even just teammates but like friends mm-hmm. so I think that's probably like one thing that I'm like okay I'm more invested into this team than I thought I was <laughs> yeah no exactly and it's like it it makes me like just talking about this now it makes me so like nostalgic for them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's true um yeah I like I don't know I do you have any let's pretend like let's pretend the season didn't the season either the season started right now or it didn't stop did you have any kind of predictions or thought as as far as like how far this Raptors team was going to make it this year honestly I feel like we could have got a second victory because we were at like standpoint wise we were I'm pretty sure yeah we were I feel like around this time we were still the second in the Eastern Conference and that's what we were at before we entered the playoffs and you know especially with the playoffs like like obviously passing I, I feel like we would pass the playoffs but I feel like with being in the playoffs in general it pushes like the Raptors at a level to be better than we even thought in the first place and since they were doing so good throughout this season I feel like they would excel even more so I feel like we could have got that second victory for sure I think so too and I don't <laughs> I know now it's like people are like oh it's easy to to say that like because we're just you know either we're being it's like wishful thinking mm-hmm. or we're true. not being realistic. But again, like everything we said about how they were kind of how they came out of exactly how they came out of like the second half of the season. And just like, I'm, I'm just very convinced by how much they wanted it and like wanted yeah. to prove that it wasn't just like a fluke last year. It wasn't mm-hmm. just Kawhi, you know, yeah. like that's, they had that's this, exactly. Yeah. Like they had the staying power. And like the the desire to mm-hmm. to make it, and plus like we'd never seen them healthy. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like you hear about another person, like half the time I would see I see more of them on bench than I do literally on the court, and I'm just like I feel so bad because I know them sitting there watching their teammates is like the worst feeling ever. Because like I know for me as an athlete, when I got injured, like one instance when I got injured and like I had to like they forced me out of the game because I didn't want to leave. I was just oh, no. I just sat. What yeah, do you mean? No, no. How did like, they do was, that? <laughs> like they, they like my coach was like, oh my god, like you have to at least take a break if you want to come back the second half, you can come back. And but, you're like, um, no, I gotta stay. No, out. I was they like I was I was like no, I'm fine because they obviously they can't like stop the game. So she kept shouting to me and she's like, oh, are you okay? Like, like let me get you off. And I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. <laughs> but um, when I like had to come off and I was watching my team play, like obviously you have that you have that trust in your teammates, but you want to still be there to help them out, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that's like probably what they're feeling too. So, but the fact that honestly that they're, that most of them were injured or the ones that were used to being on court were injured, just allowed us to shift our focus onto the other players that we don't really put that much attention into and they were able to surprise us. So I think that's one of the positive aspects we can kind of look through from the injuries. So, yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, I would like just to kind of, to wrap up, I'm curious of Ooh. how you're spending your how you're spending your your time, and if any kind of like new surprising routines have emerged for you. 
So I would say um, I'm definitely spending more time with like my family. I feel like because we're all obviously we all have to be together um, Mm -hmm. in the same household. Uh, But more so like actually spending time doing things we love together. Um, It was kind of cool because I got to play um, new games with my brother and we're like, you know, obviously both of us were really busy throughout the rest of the day. But when you're when you have to pause what you're used to doing regularly and you kind of have to adjust your lifestyle and how you're kind of going like about your day. It really just made me like be more again appreciative of like my family too. And I was able to spend more time. Like I literally was playing like Monopoly the other day with my brother. And that's like one of our favorite games to play. And um, it's kind of funny because we haven't played the game like in a long time. So kind of going back and playing the game and laughing over this, like how we used to react when we used to play and, you know, spending more time with my other siblings and my um, my mom when she cooks. And it's just really nice because it was definitely things I used to not do on the daily or as much as I would have liked to. But now that it's more like we're kind of together now in this like more so together, like at the same time, and mm-hmm. we're able to come together and play more games and have more time to spend with each other and not take that for granted as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, finding the time to kind of reconnect and like mm-hmm. all these sort of everyday, <clears throat> everyday routines, as you said, we said before, like with, mm-hmm. with basketball, like that we, I think a lot of people take for granted. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, have you been watching, rewatching any of the, the Raptors finals mm-hmm. run? Some of them, like some, <laughs> like on my YouTube uh, timeline, they pop up. And so like, I'm just like house of pilots. Yes. And I rewatch <laughs> it like the 10 minute. Yeah. I, yeah, for most of them, I do when I'm, like, not doing other things. I try my best to watch them. It just makes me feel so sad. But at the I same know. time, it, I'm just, like, you know what? Like, I'm just so super grateful. But, I'm like, I get super sad at the same time. And I just read the comments and see how, like, a lot of other people are enjoying the moment, too. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, totally bittersweet. No, it's yeah. totally bittersweet, I think. Yeah. Uh, Yasmin, thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you so much for, for having me. on the me pod. Today. Uh, this was amazing and I've I mean once basketball gets going again I'd love yeah, to have you on sure. to just like talk talk more yeah. games talk the season for uh, sure, for sure. whenever that is but in the yeah. meantime <laughs> thank you yeah. so much for your time well thank you thank you so much cool